0: John Sullivan with 401k Specialist, and this is the 401k Specialist Podcast. This week, we're joined by Dr. Alicia Minnell, Director of the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College. She's here to discuss retirement plan coverage, leakage, and other issues, and importantly, what can be done about them. Alicia, some of your analysis took a close look at 401k and IRA balances and found them substantially below their potential. What are some of the reasons?
1: Yes, you're absolutely right, John. We, if A person contributed continuously from age 25 to 60 and invested in a mixture of stocks and bonds and had earned historical returns, that person should have had a balance in 401k at 60 of roughly $400,000. And we know um, from the Fed's survey of consumer finances that the average person approaching retirement has a balance of about 100. And so the question is, why are these balances so far low potential. And the main answer is a lack of continuous coverage, which means that people go from jobs where they participate, but they go to jobs where they do not participate in a 401k plan. And without steady contributions, people just fall
0: short. Are issues like fees, continuous coverage that you mentioned, and some of the other issues, are they being effectively addressed?
1: So I think fees are declining. My view is they can always go um, lower. Uh, We haven't really done much on leakages. Uh, And in terms of coverage, which I think is a really big issue, the states have taken action. They have set up these auto IRA programs whereby if the employer does not provide a plan, then it must auto enroll its employees into an IRA. And like all auto enroll stuff, the employees can opt out. But the only uh, plans up and running are California, Oregon, and Illinois There's been legislation for 15 years uh, proposed at the federal level to have a national auto IRA program. Uh, It has not been enacted. Maybe it can get enacted in the next four years. We have a lot of work on the coverage front.
0: You mentioned leakage and specifically on that issue. What is your view of auto portability and is it an effective solution to the problem?
1: So I think it's a good idea. I think that it will reduce leakage somewhat. And when people change jobs, it is virtually impossible for even people in financial service industries to roll their 401k uh, balances from one plan to another. It
0: really is awful, isn't it? And I have it's, no idea why it's so burdensome.
1: It's, well, there are no standards. There's no standard form. There's no standard timeline there, you and, It's just, it is a mess. And so I think that auto portability is important, because I think it would reduce cashing out of small um, amounts. And I think also that people change their savings behavior when they start to see a little pile build up. So kind of when you get to $20,000, you say, hey, I'm a saver, and you start acting a little bit differently. So I think it's not the solution to the huge gap between potential and actual balances in 401ks, but I think it's a positive thing. Uh, This One firm, Retirement Clearinghouse, has been really leading the way on this issue for a long time, and it seems now they're poised to make a real difference.
0: Do you see the popularity to the, or at least the acceptance of the idea of auto portability on the rise?
1: So I think, you know, the, the um, retirement clearinghouse is aimed at small balances, sort of under 5,000. So all the, all the financial service firms have to agree that there's more to be gained from this than to lose. But I think if it can be demonstrated at, for these small balances, there's a potential for it also to um, move to larger balances over time.
0: So Teresa Ghilarducci uh, told us that the 401k, in her opinion, is an immature, underdeveloped child. And we just loved that, that description. Do you agree with her? And is some sort of federally sponsored kind of Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, for retirement savings needed?
1: So, so I don't think the 401k plan is anybody's idea of what you would like for our employer-based retirement system. It was started as a supplement to DBs. And so it has all the flaws associated with that. But, you know, it doesn't have universal coverage. It um, has a lot of decisions left to the individual, but it's what we have. I, I don't see us enacting a whole new retirement system. So my view is let's make, uh, let's develop the undeveloped child as well as we can, making it all auto and having some kind of automatic uh, lifetime income stream at the end. Um, and then Let's try to get something for the people who don't have coverage uh, that can be maybe there's there may be things better than the auto IRA, but the auto IRA to me seems something that could be really be enacted. And so I won't be nirvana, it won't be perfection, but it will be we can make the system that we have better.
0: So you're, you're a fan of the state IRAs, then I take it.
1: So, would I like it? what I like it, I could, yes, I am I, okay. I because because it's a step in the right direction. Is it the perfect solution? No, but it um it it's what we can do within our legal constructs in terms of state initiatives, and so I think it's a it's valiant that the states have taken this step forward and showing that this can work, and I think maybe enhance the chance of enactment at the national level.
0: Understood. Andrew Bigg, somebody who I know you're very familiar with, um, thinks the retirement crisis is overblown, or at least the press hype and reporting of the crisis. They fail to include Social Security, pensions, other retirement income sources, and they misstate then the extent of the issue. Do you feel that we have, quote-unquote, a crisis to to the extent that it's reported?
1: So first of all, I I view Andrew Biggs as a friend and a colleague and occasional uh, collaborator. In fact, he co-authored the study on why 401k plans are falling short. Um, I would think it would be a mistake if you don't take into account social security and all the things on your list. I think I do, and the center that I direct does. But in my view, it's pretty simple. Social security replacement rates are falling under current law due to the rise in full retirement age and some other things. 401k balances for households approaching retirement are only $444,000 in 2009. People save almost nothing outside of retirement plans. And the nest egg that workers do have, which is their house, they don't tap. And so what And we're also facing a increased longevity and low interest rates. So we put out something called the National Retirement Risk Index, and it pulls all these lines of argument together and into one simple number. And it shows that roughly half of households uh, approaching uh, working households are not going to be able to maintain their standard of living once they stop working. And so I don't, I don't care if you call it a crisis. Or not? There are a lot of people, a lot of people in this country, who are going to be or uh, come up short when they get to retirement.
0: Is your message getting through? I know it's something that you've been after for quite a while now. Are you starting to see again a greater acceptance of the need for retirement savings to start earlier and everything that you and the center have been talking about?
1: I think I'm not. I'm not saying that you know we per- individually are so. Influential. But it does seem like uh, the shift is the position of many people on Social Security has shifted from uh, sort of we will have some cuts and some increases in revenue to solve the financing problem into a position where we've got to maintain the current level of benefits. I think there's increasing focus on the fact that at any moment in time, half the private sector workforce is not working, is, does not have a plan at work. Um, I think there's, although it's developing slowly, that people realize that we have to do something uh, to incorporate the house into financial planning. So I think that, yes, I think there's a recognition that retirement's really hard, and a lot of people are going to get there ill-prepared.
0: Understood. Alicia Minel, this is exactly what we needed. Thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate it.
1: Oh, my pleasure.